coffee and your Bible. Today is Wednesday, January the 11th, year of our Lord, 2023, and you are with the Nesbitts, Josh and Charles, for Daybreak Live. All right, here we are. Good morning, saints of God. Do you know how amazing grace is? It is amazing. amazing. Well, Miss May is going to tell you how amazing it is. Two, three, two.
Hallelujah. Amazing grace. Unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. And God being good to us. Let me get over here and see if we're getting back with chat. Boom. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Miss Elise, we need to talk to you. Maybe you can give Lisa a call in a little bit. You're, you breaking a chair? You're in the scary chair. Charles. You're in the scary chair? We got a chair. It's about to break down there. Oh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Brother Charles, we don't want the chair to break. So praise the Lord, guys. Uh, So, welcome to Daybreak. Daybreak is a ministry of Church Without Walls, Tennessee. We'd love for you to check us out, Church Without Walls, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, check out our website. Look at us. Look at, uh, look at the people we support. We actually are supporting saints and orphanages and uh, poor saints around the world. Uh, just go to the mission page when you get there. You can go to the Statement of Faith page, find out everything we believe how we stand on things. Also, I want to say this morning is now that we're broadcasting to, uh, on five different places, I, I'm going to put up my number where you can text me. But remember, when you text me, you got to tell me who you are because if you're not in my account, I'm got, not going to know who you are. But you can text me directly. I'm trying to catch all the comments, but it's hard on five different platforms to catch them. And so... Uh, if you got something, I, I mean, the good mornings, I mean, I'm going through and, and looking at the good mornings and, and I'm trying to read everything I can, but if you had something you want to say that uh, I'm not getting, or you feel like I might miss it, it is possible. And, but thank you for commenting on these platforms because it does help the algorithms. The reason I'm saying this is I don't know who all you guys know, but we need someone, uh, my wife, put it on my heart, uh, put it on her heart. It's on her heart. She put it on my heart. She said, we need for a time period uh, in these in these days, we need to increase our internet presence, meaning we need somebody that knows something about social media to help us if they could. And I don't really know who out there might know someone that's really good at this can show us what to do. We know a time is coming when they're not going to allow uh, a lot of things to be said. Uh, we don't know when that time is, but until that time, my wife had it on her heart. She was telling me the other day, until that time comes, we need to expand. So we need to learn how to uh, get this out in front of more people. And uh, so that, you know, we may reach someone with messages like the last week and this week, because think about warnings that are needed for people to hear. And you're going, to, you're going to know more what we're talking about as we go up to verse 8 in chapter 21 of Revelation. Chapter 21 of Revelation. And so thank you for being here on Daybreak. And we will start. If you know of anybody, give us a holler. Uh, somebody we could get in touch with. I would be willing to give them some money for their work. Uh, but we, we just need to learn more about social media. All right. So... With that said, let's dive in, and uh, we're going to read verse 5 through verse 8. And here's what it says. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Right, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. 
I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Okay, so let's recap what we learned yesterday just, just in little statements. One, I want you to notice here in verse 5 it said, He that sat on the throne said to me, Who sits on the throne? Who is the Alpha and Omega? Who is the beginning and the end? He is the one doing the speaking here until we get to verse 9, and then it shifts. And that's why we'll get all the way up to verse 8, and then we'll shift in verse 9. And this is one of the ways that we understand that we are still in the chronological section of what's happening after the millennial reign. When we get to verse 9, one of the, one of the angels, one of the angels that had the plagues, I believe it was the seven last plagues, it comes and talks to him. And then we enter into explanation and what we can see by studying that, we're talking about the millennial Jerusalem. There's a millennial Jerusalem and there's an eternal Jerusalem. And they are different. And kind of how do we know that? Because when we study the millennial Jerusalem, we know that there's this uh, mortal and immortal. There's saints, but there's also people that is living. Remember, there's a change of the nature, uh, the iron rule of Jesus Christ here upon the earth. But there's still going to be a need for healing. There's still going to be a need uh, for the leaves that bring healing to the nations. And kings are going to bring their glory and present them to Jesus in the millennial kingdom. But at the time that we're here in the eternal that we're studying here, we read yesterday, and let, let's just make a few notes. One, we noticed that it's a new heaven, a new earth. We noticed that we talked about yesterday that what we mean is it's cleansed. It is a cleansed earth. It is a baptized by fire, if you will, earth. Now, there's no more sea. That means there's no more need for oceans, and there's going to be the need for the room for the population. Now, there will still be fresh water. There will be springs and things like that, but there won't be, uh, I would think, salt water. When it says no more seas, I'm just taking no more seas. And so I believe that that's what it's going to be. But here is the, here is the point. We learned yesterday, going back up now, it says that the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them. Then it says he will, uh, he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. God will be with them and be their God. But look at these lines. These are the promises of the Lord that are coming to all those who are the overcomers, the believers, the overcomers who overcome. Here, God will be with them. Just one thing, God says, I'm going to be with them. I will be their God. He's going to wipe away every tear from the eye. We talked about this yesterday. Okay? There will be no more death. If there's no more death, there's no more aging. Think about this. If there's no more death, there's no more sorrow, there's no more crying, there's no more pain, that means there's no more disease. 
There's no more cancer. There's no more le leukemia. There's no more heart disease. There's no more brain disease. There's no, there's no more uh, dementia like my mother has. There's no more Alzheimer's. There's no more of this anymore. Okay? It's, it, we've entered into the eternal state. Hallelujah. The former things are all passed away. And all things are new. We're in the eternal kingdom of God forever and ever. And then the one on the throne says, these are the faithful. These words that you're writing are true and faithful. I promise you this is coming, God says. This is my covenant to you. This is my promise to you. This is for you. No more tears, no more dying, no more sickness, no more pain. It's over. And this is one of the reasons we know that we get into an explanation mode of the millennial kingdom because during the millennial kingdom, people still need to get healed. They still need help. They're still, they're, they still need the, the saints who are reigning over the earth to help them, you know, to straighten things out. The law of God will be over the land. But verse 6, verse, verse 6 says, He said to me, it is done. I alluded to this yesterday. Just like Jesus on the cross he says, it is finished, and that we learn through studying Acts chapter 3 that everything that was written, everything that was written concerning what the Messiah would suffer, he fulfilled. He fulfilled. And so on the cross, he could say, it is finished. What does that mean? It's finished. Salvation is now possible. Redemption has come to mankind. Whosoever will has come to mankind now. Mankind can be saved if they will turn and believe and receive me. Salvation has come to them. It's done. It's taken care of. I paid the price. Well, now, after the millennial reign, it is finished. It is done means it's all over now. It's, it's completed Everybody is separated, and the ones that are going to be in the fire is in the fire, and the ones, you know, there's not going to be any more judgment where somebody else has got to be put in the fire. That's done now. It's done. It's over. And then he's going to talk about this a little more. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. That tells us who's the one speaking. This is the one on the throne speaking. This is Yeshua. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. That's who's talking. I will give you, I will give you freely the water to him that thirst. Isn't this the promise? You remember the woman at the well? He uh, who comes to me, I will give you living water. She says, where can I get this living water? I mean, how are you going to give me living water? You didn't bring anything to draw water with. And then Jesus says, what I'm talking about bubbles, bubbles up within you. See, God has this thing that he gives called living water. Man, I love it. The water of the fountain, uh, the water of life, freely to him who thirst. You know, why is he saying this? Because whoever is reading this, as you're reading this out to people who have not yet taken the water of life, this is an encouragement. Take the water of life. Eternity's coming. There'll be no more, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more diseases. Eternity's coming. Take the water of life freely. Amen. 
Verse 7, he who overcomes shall inherit all things. Who's the overcomer? I'll tell you biblically in a statement. The overcomer who is he that believes and remains faithful unto the end. That's the overcomer. Not, not remains faithful, not remains perfect, not, not never messes up, but remains faithful. He remains in the faith. He holds on to his faith. And when, and he cries out to God for help, because this is a journey from the time you're born again to the Lord returns, you're on a journey. And we hold on and we persevere and we grab hold of God. You will never be perfect outside of the salvation that's given you. Okay? At your very best, at our very best, we're still living in this body and, and we have struggles. The very fact that we have struggles shows that we're not perfect and we still live in a fallen body. The very fact that you think some of the things you think, but you're an overcomer if you can take these things to the Lord and you have faith in Jesus. You've been born again, bought by his blood. You're an overcomer. He has purchased you. He has taken care of you. You're an overcomer. And he who overcomes will inherit all things. This is our inheritance. This is why. You know, I was thinking the other day, uh, this week, Brother Charles, I've been thinking about how The Holy Spirit has to bear witness to the truth of Christianity because among all the religions in the world, who would desire a religion like ours where you give up everything you got, you take up the cross and you follow the Lord, right? You're, you'll endure persecution. You're called to love your enemies. I mean, this is a strange, okay, it's a peculiar religion, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not like Islam. It's not like, I mean, you know, we're lambs led to the slaughter. It's like, I was thinking about our Bible studies on Thursday night where, you know, he tells the rich young ruler, if you want to be perfect, go sell everything you've got, give it to the poor and come follow me. I was thinking about in studying, I, I received right there as uh, the magazine Voice of Martyrs. And I'm reading about my brothers and sisters and what they're going through in other countries. The persecution that, today that our brothers and our sisters are enduring for go from governments because of their faith in Jesus that they're having to hide they're having to hide out because of their faith in Jesus who would choose a religion like this it's not a religion that appeals to the flesh it's a religion that says you crucify the flesh why because my inheritance is this this is our inheritance. To be with God forever. This is our inheritance. We don't have to have an inheritance here. We don't have to have a big bunch of money here. We don't have to have all this stuff because this is our inheritance. We get to live with him forever. He is our God. We are his children. That is our inheritance. Man. Amen. Amen. Look. And I will be his God, and he means he or she, male and female. He will be my son. We are his children. Now look, verse 8. But, and this is why we must do. This is why we have to read this in front of people. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, 
sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire which, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So we live in a time to where most of the things that we're reading are not even thought of as bad. Do you understand how that good has been flipped? Evil is now good. Good is now evil. I mean, this sexually immoral is celebrated. It's celebrated. It's not just celebrated in the world now. It's celebrated in churches. Not even thought about anymore. People won't even be careful anymore. The abominable, cowardly, think about that one. That, that gets me. I'm, I'm reading this today, getting ready to get, open up daybreak and talk to you, and I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. You know, I don't want to be cowardly, you know. Get these things out of me. Unbelieving. Amen. We say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Holy Spirit, come. I believe in him. Abominable. It's talking about the corrupt people, the vile people. Well, vile, being vile is now celebrated. It is cool to be vile. It's cool to be corrupt. Abominable, right? Sexually immortal. And what about this one? Sorcerers. You know what this means? Those who practice magic arts. <clears throat> Witchcraft. That's not just celebrated today. People are so confused. There's so much demonic principality going on today that people in churches are calling themselves Christian witches. What? Christianity and witchcraft has nothing to do with each other. Amen. Nothing. There's no such thing as Christian witches. I'm saying this because I love you. There's no such thing. Christians, followers of Christ, you let leave that mess alone. That's not for you. Leave it alone. Liars, it's not okay to lie. It's not okay. Oh, it's just a little white lie. No, it's not. It's not okay. It's not okay. These are the ones that end up in the fire. These are not the ones that are considered the overcomers. They end up in the fire. Amen? I know my time's going. Man, this is why this is important, brothers and sisters. There's an eternity coming. There's an eternity coming. There is an eternal bliss of love, and there is an eternal damnation. And we want to reach every soul we can. Yet at least they hear. Well, maybe they will reject. They, they won't hear. Okay. Like I preached this weekend, if they go to hell, if they choose the lake of fire, let them do it over our dead bodies. Does that make sense? Let us lay our lives down and fall out of love with this world and fall in love with the kingdom and his righteousness and do what we are supposed to do to make sure that the opportunity is at least gets to everybody and let them reject him. Let them reject him, but at least let them know and let them hear. Amen? Amen. And if you can't personally do it, then help those that are doing it because we all have a part to play in this. All right. I'll, I'll stop right there. Whew. Um, 
Yes. Yes. I was thinking when you were talking about that, about the watchman on the wall. Yeah, that's it. The watchman they on the wall. required to call out. If they did not call out, I mean, you can't guarantee everybody will wake up. No. But if you don't call out, the blood is on your hands. That's exactly right. That's exactly because right. that's what the Word of God says, and so, you can't get around it. So, so you better be crying out. So we're moving. We're we're in a time. We the time is coming, and now is, and it's already here. And I know I'm over. I'm about to stop. But I mean, even in our Bible believing, our Bible believing Bible Belt little town here where I live in Smith County in Carthage, there is such a confusion now that's coming over people that go to church, and it's like people in church don't know right from wrong now. People are churches is thinking it's okay for men to be with men and women to be with women and that abortion is okay and, and all of these kind of things uh, that witchcraft is okay and it and it's not and the time is coming and now is where speaking against those things causes people not to like you very much and there is a tendency there is a tendency there is of the flesh to say I want to be liked. I want people to like me. So I don't want to talk about these things because I don't want to make people mad. I understand that. We all battle that. But we can't be cowardly because that's in the list too. Amen? We must stand up and we must speak the truth in love. I'm not saying don't do it in love. In love, we must warn people this time is coming. If you're a believer and you know this time is coming, then we must reach out to those. That's all I'm saying. We must reach out. I think that ends verse 8. And so tomorrow, Lord willing, we will take up with verse 9, which is a parenthetical section. We just read our last chronological section. And one of the angels comes, and I believe he's talking about the millennial kingdom as we go through and talk about the healing of the nations and all of these things. He's explaining what's going on while the Lord is on his throne and gathering and uh, all these things. So remember, we are leaving for Honduras uh, Friday night. So early Saturday morning, Brother Charles is leaving in the morning. I think his plane leaves around 5, somewhere close to 5. He's got to be at the airport at 3 in the morning. And I know he is asking for your prayers. Thank Him you. and three other from our team is going down to prepare and get things ready for the rest of the team. Uh, me and the rest of the team uh, and the doctors will all be going down there on Saturday. And we're going to try to preach the gospel. And we ask you to please pray over us as we go. That God will open doors and that great things will be done in the name of Jesus our King. So we desire your prayers. And just thank thank you for your prayers. I know you guys are praying. I know Kay, I read your prayer the other day. It just blessed my heart. Thank you for praying for us. We need those prayers. As we close. As we close. We want to say the Lord's Prayer, but we also want to lift up uh, Brother Charles Rogers. His mom was in the hospital last night. Looks oh, like bless you, Charles. Had her gallbladder removed a while ago and still having pains in the same area, he says. All right. Father, we lift up Charles Rogers' mother to you in the name of Jesus that you will touch her, bless her, and bring healing to her quickly from this surgery. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. All the others that are hurting, those that have topped in, those that have not topped in, but they're on this broadcast, and they're hurting, and they're needing a touch from you. God, we ask you to touch them, bring healing to them. Yes. 
in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, guys, I love you, love you, love you. Thank you for your goodness and uh, your prayers. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, guys. Lord bless every single one of you. I'll see you, Lord willing, in the morning. Charles won't be with us. He'll be flying to Honduras. Bye.